Oh my god. How's your week going so far? So far, so good. I mean, it's only Tuesday, so. Yeah. We'll see how the rest of the week um, unfolds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could say the same. Honestly, I haven't even been sleeping. I've been having such a hard time, like, falling asleep at night. Like, yesterday, I was running on three hours. Today, it's just barely touching five. So, I'm trying to, like, get eight hours, but I don't think that's possible because I'm constantly working all the time. I'm sure you know what that's like. Well, I always see you going and going and going. (laughs) And I totally understand the feeling. Like, I feel like I'm managing three lives. Oh, gosh. Three lives. Jeez. Yeah. Two for me, but dang. Well, I mean just work and family and then engagement and wedding mm-hmm. and speaking of engagements congrats on getting engaged thank look you look at you I'm so you're glowing i just <laughs> call it a nice uh, bronzer oh my gosh um i mean how does it feel to be you know engaged um you know honestly i did not want to get married again and then my fiance it's hard to say that now (laughs) um convinced me and made me fall in love even harder than i did before and i'm so happy that's amazing yeah wow i'm so honestly i'm so happy for you and i wish you both the best well thank you yeah of course but um speaking of love okay (laughs) um can you just tell me what are some insecurities that you have um I mean what insecurities did you have in the past that you feel that you might still have now in your current relationship if you still have any Um, and why I would have to say my insecurity is well, I still carried over from before would probably be not feeling like I'm enough and infidelity. Those, I mean, I don't know if both of those count as insecurities, but I'm always constantly doubting myself, like thinking, is there someone else or am I not pretty enough? But I mean, I don't see why you should feel like that if, you know, he kind of put a ring on it, right? I know, but I still always have those feelings. I feel like we're always our harshest critic when it comes to ourselves and holding ourselves um, it sounds weird, but like people say your partner will put you on a pedestal, but it's like, sometimes I feel like I'm putting myself on a pedestal and I want to make sure that I value myself. And some days I don't. I remember I used to feel like that too, honestly, in my previous relationships and just like you, um, have been cheated on as mm-hmm. well. And it's not easy. No. Um, so I totally get where you're coming from with that for sure. But now you've found someone that clearly is showing you that you are the woman of his life right Mm -hmm. so that is probably the absolute best feeling in the world really um I can't really relate to that because I'm still single but you know out here still trying to look for Mr. Right I guess so I'd say you are pretty lucky There's days where I feel lucky, for sure. But then there's moments where, you know, I had to go through a lot of crap to to get here. Like, to really get to where I'm at. And it's like, some people's paths are going to be a little bit harder. And some are just going to be like the people who meet in high school and they're high school sweethearts. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm happy, but there was times where it was like, I'm giving up. But I'm happy now. And I know that you'll find that. Thank you. I think I think God has a plan for me and he has a plan for all of us, right? Yeah. So, I trust in it. I trust in it completely and but at the same time for me though, 
I used to sit back a lot because, like I just mentioned, you know, I trust in God's divine timing, right? But mm -hmm. I feel like at the same time, while I'm trusting him, I feel now more than ever that I need to also put in the work. So yeah. lately, that's what I've been doing. I've been putting myself on the front lines um, when it comes to love and finding my, you know, person. And I have yet to see who that is. I'm still kind of dating even though I actually am not a fan of dating it's not efficient for me and I need efficiency so <laughs> yeah you know I like to kind of date with intention I am very selective with who I choose to you know go out with and see where it goes from there I guess um I guess that's what it is in a nutshell but I'm just looking forward to and no rush by the way but I know what I want and I know my worth and I know what I deserve so that's why the standards are high and I feel like there is someone out there for me who can be that person for me, everything that I need. Um, but I, I haven't, I haven't met him yet. I, at least I don't think so. I mean, maybe there are some candidates. Well, <laughs> maybe there are some candidates, but I have yet to kind of see more from them, I guess. So... Well, I think you're you're just lucky that you're not in that position anymore. Oh my gosh. So I'm waiting for that moment to just be completely done and off the market. So But see here's the thing, like I'm a little older than you, so Yeah. By like a little bit. A little bit. You know We won't go to numbers. <laughs> but you know, at at a younger age I felt the same way. I felt like And what she means by a little bit, she means like fourteen years. I'm not just kidding. I'm just oh kidding. My oh my god. <laughs> I'm not joke. that old. I mean, um, I have the fountain of youth going on. For she's me. she's she's in her let's say mid thirties. Yes, but a lot of people think I'm 24, which is amazing because you is, do look great. And I get the inheritance from my mama. <laughs> but, You're beautiful, but yeah. You know, when I was younger, I felt the same way. Like it was just, when will this happen? And I know there's someone out there, and I went through some crappy relationships, and it, I feel like you have to kind of go through those so that you can really. It's not about, like, I haven't found that person. It's just you know what you want and you're not going to settle. And that is amazing because there's a lot of people out there who think they know what they want. And then they start a relationship and then they settle. And then they you're regret not it later. happy. Yeah. And you don't want to do that because it's like then you're building this relationship on false pretenses. Right. Of what you think you want or what you think they want. And it's not you and it's not what you want. Unfortunately, that's what it's been like for, I feel like, you know, people these days who are still stuck in that position, um, which I'm not naming any names here. I'm just, uh, letting you know that I do know some people who are kind of in that position and it kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't want to put myself in that position, um, because I'm not the type to just settle and I'm not desperate, but I would be lying if I said that I've never once felt that way. Not feeling desperate but just wanting to settle and this was like right. I would say maybe around 25 because I'm currently 28 so that was the last time I ever felt that way um, but now more than ever I am so glad that I don't feel like that because I would never want to settle because clearly my happiness is the most important to me and I know that down the road if I do settle I would not be happy at all no so and that's the thing like when I got married the first time um I was settling 
I can say that. Is that I, really your truth? That's really my truth. I I saw these kids that were in this life, and I was like, I need to it give It was kind of like a dream that you had that you just yeah. wanted to fulfill. And I really wanted to love that person, and, you know, I started slowly realizing that I was not happy, and I wasn't being honest to myself, and I wasn't being honest to them. And it wasn't fair. And then now I'm 35. Now I said my age. Everybody knows <laughs> how old I really am. She's really 25. <laughs> um, plus 10. Yeah. But it's like I know now. Right. And I wouldn't change anything that has happened because it led me to know exactly what I want. And right. what I'm not wanting to put up with. And my fiancé knows that. And that's yeah. great because I tell him, like, I'm not going to put up with this. I will not. I said it from the get-go, and I think a lot of women need to be very assertive of what they want in their, their lives. And if, if a person cannot deal with you and you're 100% assertive He's in the beginning, the he is not worth it because he will fight with you in 10 years. I'm telling you that from experience. And it may be different for everybody. Like, no, we have to figure ourselves out. But if he can't be understanding to what your demands are, it's not even demands, it's what you've learned to love about what you want in your life. If they can't be understanding to that, all that means is that in five, ten years, they're not going to be understanding to other things that really happen that are going to be struggles in that relationship. So, that's just my thoughts. Preach it to the choir, girlfriend. Yeah. Honestly, um, what you said right there, um, I definitely agree with with all of it, and um, I did make that I made that mistake in the past in my early twenties. I would say with my first relationship, I was in a relationship with someone for like approximately five years mm -hmm. and I thought that I was going to marry him and I kept staying knowing that it was extremely toxic yeah and the reason why I stayed was because I just felt like he could change and it's not that I was trying to change him that wasn't really it but I just felt like okay if I wait a little longer you hear that if I wait mm -hmm. so for me I'm extremely patient it is a blessing and a curse and in that relationship um I feel like I I should have left a long time ago it should not have lasted for five years but I don't regret it at all um but I definitely learned to not you know take shit from anyone for that long and uh once I feel that it's not right I just have to go you know um yeah that's pretty much it it's not too much to explain really but in that relationship it just lasted for much longer than it should have and it hurt me so much more in the end and that sucks when you have to go through that and hurt at the end but as at the same time like you know what they say that flowers bloom after the rain it's such a yeah no rain cheesy, no flowers cheesy <laughs> quote or like after right. bullshit you get flowers because but I feel like it's not cheesy I feel like people who say things that are cliche yeah sure you can say that but for me I don't take I don't take it as that at all I just see it as real because it is no I totally 100% have quotes everywhere in my office everywhere in my house <laughs> even my fiance right. makes fun of me he's like really do we need to have these and I'm like <laughs> every quote is open to each person's interpretation right and to me some quotes are just like wow I live by that because I can't put words, my own words, to describe exactly what I'm feeling, and that is, like, perfect for me. Right. So, after a rainstorm, you'll get sunny days, and sometimes you're going to have to go through some shitty times in life to really appreciate what you want out of life. And it's not appreciate, it's just, like, learn. Because every day is a learning process. Right. Every day. 
Exactly. But I feel like a lot of people don't really see it like that. And that's why they're at where they're at, um, especially in their love lives. And mm-hmm. they can't seem to be stable. And I'm only talking about just certain people. I'm not saying all, you know. And truthfully, I guess my truth is, I guess that's how I was in my early 20s as well, um, where I just felt like I was all over the place. Mm-hmm. I was naive. I lied to myself a lot and I made myself believe certain things that weren't true and I end up hurting myself like I said you know and uh, I, I couldn't do that to myself again um, throughout the years till now being 28 years old I'm close to being 30 and it's just insane for me to say this because I time just flies by you know and it's going fast oh yeah especially during you know these unprecedented times mm-hmm. I feel like time for some, might seem slower, but for me personally, it's just going even faster. I don't know about you, but... Oh my gosh, it's like I left work March 19th, yeah. and I remember coming back into work for a split second, and it was like I had to tear off four months worth of calendar. Oh, jeez. Like, where it's individual pages. Right. Like, the quote pages, yeah, because oh. I love quotes. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't? But these times have allowed me to, like, really reflect... Right. I feel like that is the year. I mean, not that. This is the year to kind of like dig deeper into yourself and like truly reflect. You know that saying 2020 is like the year of quote unquote clear vision? Yeah. Before COVID hit? Well, I think it still is that. I think this is um, the best year for I feel like everybody to kind of really, like I said, like just get a little deeper. And Mm -hmm. I feel like, especially on social media, like Instagram, like you see a lot of people like doing a lot of bullshit and you know making it seem like they're living their best lives which I'm sure that they are I'm not like downplaying anyone at all but I think that there's a story behind that and I feel like for those who are hiding their stories at least the real stories um I feel like it's because of shame Mm -hmm. you know um and this is that time right now to kind of bring that out and I feel like for those who feel shamed or have fear in opening up you shouldn't have any fear in opening up because I feel like it takes a lot of strength, in my opinion, strength and courage to be open and vulnerable and express yourself. For sure. For sure. I totally agree. And I feel also like being open and honest is more accepting now than it has ever been. Yeah. Like mental health is totally being talked about across the board everywhere. And people are saying it's okay to express your feelings. It's okay to cry. It's okay to, because we're all being put in this weird situation where we're having to be at home and really like deal with ourselves right. instead of running around and doing running things. away. Yeah. Cause I had a girlfriend of mine a long time ago who told me, why are you always wanting to move? Why are you always wanting to move? Your problems are going to follow you no matter where you're go, you're going to go. It's true. They're your problems. You can't just leave them behind. No matter if you're trying to go to another state and change your name, that's your problems. Your, your issues are still there. So that really resonated with me because it's like, this is the year where I've had to like really sit there and And have hard conversations with yourself. Oh yeah. (laughs) I've had moments in the beginning of COVID where I would just crying for no reason because I just couldn't understand. And it wasn't like I was crying because I was home. It was like, who am I? Yeah. Who am I without my work? Who am I without my friends? Who am I? And... Who am I with my relationship? Right. Like, my fiancé and I, in our first month, I swear to God, I thought I was going to, like, leave. And 
it, it really took some time for us to communicate to really understand each other and work on it ourselves and now we are six months later engaged but I guess I kind of I kind of want to ask like since you mentioned that you know you felt like you wanted to leave like what was that trigger it's because we had to learn to be around each other for 24 7 because before you got to think about you have your own life when you're working you have your own life when you're hanging out with your girlfriends and then when you're really having to face yourself and face your partner 24 7 seven days a week yeah then you're like whoa this is this is interesting because then you learn a little bit about yourself and how you handle situations and right. how they handle situations and either it's going to make it or break it. And it's like, you set your foot down. Because there was so many times I had to set my foot down and be like, I'm not putting up with this. I don't like this mannerism. I don't like who I am because of how you are. So we either need to work on it together. Or if you're showing me that you love me and you want to work on the things that you know you have issues with, um, show me. I'm not going to hold your hand. I'm not going to hold you and say, come on, let's go work on these issues. It's more of like... You know you have to face your own music and figure it out. And then at the end of this, we can either grow stronger or we can grow apart. That's um, true. That is true. I feel like by you saying that, it made me think about, like, love languages. And I feel like everyone has, you know, Mm -hmm. different love languages. And maybe the difference between you and him is that right there. Like, your love languages. Which, by the way, what what are your love languages in order? Ooh. And do you know his? And maybe from there, you guys can obviously, like, work through it if you kind of know what his top two are and vice versa. Mine's are active service. And, um, God, I don't know the exact, like, breakdown <laughs> of them, but I know yeah. it's acts of service where he does things to show me. So I'm really meticulous about my house. I like to have things organized and put away. And so he knows now that if I come home I want the house clean and he cleans it and he cleans it my way which it takes a long time to train you guys it's not like something easy um so he knows that makes me incredibly happy when I come home and I'm like oh my god the laundry's put away and it's put away exactly the way I like it it's the little gestures you know it it really is yeah it matters and so it's that one and then um I can't remember if it's the other one but it's like so there's um I'll break it down for you so there's acts of service Mm -hmm. there's touch there's quality time Words of affirmation and gifts. Mine's words of affirmation is the second one. Okay. So I like to be told. I like to see things um, where he used to write me little notes like, I love you, or I took the trash out. It's really silly. I know. So he took the trash out, and I was like, I have to hold this note forever. Um, (laughs) No, it's sweet. And those were mine. And for him, it's touch. His is he needs to have me... Physical touch. Physical touch. It does not matter where we are if we're cuddling on the couch, but we're not even cuddling. He just wants to have some part of me touching him, whether (laughs) it's just our toes. What man does not love when a woman touches? I know. It's it's almost (laughs) kind of like I want to sit here and not have to give you all of my attention because I gave it to everybody else in the whole entire day. And he was like, no, I need you to touch me. I wish you could just (laughs) touch me a little more. And I'm like, I'm doing my best. Yeah. And I, I need to try more because he loves that. And then um, his coming to find out is gifts. He likes to have little gifts given yeah. to him. Okay. So, like, I tried to surprise him and bring, come over to his office one day and bring him, like, a candy bar. And he was like, oh, well, I wish you would buy me more gifts. And I'm like, you're silly. You should just appreciate it. And so he's learning <laughs> at that same time, like, appreciating the gifts, whether it's $3 or $300. No, I'm not spending $300 on random gifts, guys. I'm not. <laughs> but 
it's it's learning the value behind the gift. Right. It's not exactly. the value um, money wise, but like the sentimental value. You are definitely a sentimental woman. I see oh, that gosh, now for I sure am. because I am absolutely a sentimental woman. So I'm glad that we have that part in common. Yeah. Yeah. It's just great. I, that's one of the most important things to me. Yeah. Um, little things matter to me the most. Like I would, like I love handwritten letters. Oh my gosh, so do that I. That is my favorite thing. Yeah, in the world. I have quite a few in my my wallet. And I save, I save every single one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't matter how silly they are if they're just like on a piece of post-it. Where I like it's to like, look back. I folded the laundry. Love, love. Like, yeah. X and X's and O's or love X's and O's. I'll keep that because it's special right. to me. Exactly. I feel like those things are so important to me. So that's nice that we can relate on that for sure. Mm-hmm. I would say my love languages, I guess, in this order. Just like you, acts of service mm-hmm. is definitely number one. I got to see it to believe it. Yeah. Always. 100%. 1,000%. That is... 1 million percent. Yeah. I got to top Basically. <laughs> it's okay. It's a healthy, healthy competition Um, So acts of service and touch. Touch is number two because I feel like, well, recently, I would say recently this year, I switched touch and words of affirmation because as important as words truly are, um, which I agree with you, words are really important, mm-hmm. you know, um, for me personally, the reason why I swapped them and touch being my second most important next to acts of service is because sometimes it's hard to, in my opinion, to say the right words whether they're right or wrong it doesn't matter mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes it's so hard to kind of communicate or or say exactly how you feel in you know certain moments right. so sometimes touching someone speaks volumes yeah it really does yeah so that's pretty much you know I guess in a nutshell what why I feel that touch is uh, important to me and why it's number two then next to that would be words words after that would oh I'm so sorry I messed up I meant to say uh, quality time. So quality time is third, and then it's words, and then it's uh, gifts, because I don't really care to get anything from anyone. I like to be the giver, mm-hmm. because I'm a lover. I would like to say that I'm naturally romantic, so I love doing things for people, and I never care whether or not anyone does anything back for me. I don't. I never ask for anything back ever. So yeah, gifts is always last, but quality time is absolutely important to me. Mm-hmm. That's... I don't know about you, but that's extremely uh, important I used to, me. to say quality over quantity. There you go. I'd rather spend a good solid hour communicating and chit-chatting yeah. than spending three hours sitting on each other's, like sitting on opposite sides of the couch on each other's phones. Right. Like, wow, that's real fun. I mean, but for, for some cases, right, for some situations, that it is what it is. Like, sometimes you kind of just have to do that. Sometimes yeah. It, it's not going to be, like, for my situation... For example, if I'm seeing someone and I'm really interested in them and I kind of want to see where it goes, but we live on, you know, we live in different cities or he lives on the opposite side of the state or the opposite side of the world. Who knows? Right. And, um, (laughs) by me saying that is, I feel like people are afraid of taking that risk Mm -hmm. these days. And for me, as afraid as I could be, I mean, I kind of learned over time to not be, because I'm more courageous than ever these days. So I kind of like to take the risk because I live by the words risk it or regret it. I like that. Yeah. I mean, do you agree with that? 
risk yeah. it or regret it. I mean, I not totally... with everything I feel like, but when it comes to love, I find myself putting myself out there because I think that's pretty much what you kind of have to do. You kind of have to put yourself out there. Even if, like I mentioned earlier, if you trust God's timing, oh, you also sure. have to do the work. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to put yourself out there, how on earth are you going to be able to find the person for you? If What is the quote? You miss um, 100% hundred percent croissant. Croissant. Are you hungry? I'm hungry. <laughs> you miss 100% of the shoot, uh, the shots you don't shoot. And I don't shoot to miss. Well, there you go. Yeah. All so, right. there you go. Make some dunks. <laughs> oh, God. Now it's getting corny. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe because we're a little bit buzzed. Who knows? Who I'm not knows? Gonna, I don't know. I don't know anything. Anyway. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, thank you for sharing that, though. Honestly, I really appreciate you just taking the time to just talk about love with me. Totally. I really appreciate that. Because, you know, I'm full of corn. <laughs> I'm all about it, honestly. I feel like people are so afraid to kind of show that side of them, but I think it's the absolute sweetest thing Oh, my gosh, thing it really is. Like, to show the romantic side of yourself, even mm-hmm. though it can come off a little bit cheesy, but... Who cares? Okay, you know what? But you got to think about when you were like the 13-year-old girl listening to your music and waiting <laughs> for the radio station to play that one song that reminded me, reminded you of your crush. Right. Like we were so corny when your little friend person would like write you a little love note and then you would have to like unfold it and all this stuff. Like that was so fun. and That was fun. Did that happen not... to you? Yeah. That's sweet. Where they write you little notes and you have to like pull the tab and then you open it and it's like, wow. oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. I know. I'm showing my age. Um, <laughs> you must be really popular back then because that was actually not me at all. Oh, God, You'd no. be surprised. I, I was not popular. You would Mm-mm. be surprised <laughs> because I actually did not ever get that. I only got it one time. I get that from my time. friends, especially like girlfriends, but not like from boys because I feel like at the time for me, um, I don't know if it has anything to do with the school that I was at or the city or town that I was at, but I did not receive any of those things. I will tell you that the note that I got was from a boy when I was in high school, and I responded back. He was like, hey, I like you, and I was like, hey, I like you too. Come to find out he had a girlfriend I didn't know about. The girlfriend confronted me um, oh two weeks goodness. later, and she was like, Are you trying to hit on my man? I was like, I didn't even know he had a girlfriend. And hold on, I pulled the note out of my backpack, and I showed her. You did not. Because there was a conversation, and I had no idea. And then her and I confronted him at the football game, and we both slapped him in the face. And her and I became friends for the rest of the school, and for the rest of high school. Oh, my God. Isn't that how it goes? Yeah. <laughs> we always have each other's backs, huh? Yeah, always. I love that. And, you know, honestly, I feel like that kind of sounds like a movie scene. It really was. Came from it a really movie scene. I was hilarious. Where it kind of like that John Tucker Must Die movie. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. It's, kind of, it's a stupid and corny rom com, but I mean, hey. It really yeah. was like that. No joke. I'm not gonna say his name. It reminded Wish Mo, and the girl's name was something that reminded like Luli, but I'm not gonna say <laughs> names. But we were all friends. Well, oh, her and I became friends for the rest of the high school year. But you know. Oh jeez. I well, can go on and on and on, but... Yeah, no, totally. Um, I mean, I have a wide variety of uh, ages listening here, so maybe if there's any sort of, uh, any, any sort of advice you want to give to the folks listening about love. Yeah. I mean, do me? Yeah. Do I have any advice for it? Oh, gosh. Mm, yeah. 
shoot your shot. <laughs> shoot your shot, even if you miss it, right? Yeah, shoot it. Who cares if you miss it? At least you're in the game. At least you're in the game playing because you don't want to be on the sidelines going, ma'am, I could have, I could have, would have, should have. And you don't want to be 80 years old going, I should have. You want to go back and be like, I don't regret anything instead of I regretted not doing. That's true. Good advice. Wow. Thanks for that. And also, I'll add, um, don't settle. Ever. Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> the right one will come. Clearly, I'm still in that position right now, so we'll see what happens to me. <laughs> you will find him. Yeah, if you we'll build see. it, they will come. I'm sorry, that's like a, such a old school quote. I'm just kidding. No, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, no, I truly believe it. I'm actually a hopeful romantic. I know people are used to saying hopeless, which clearly, for those who know me that are listening, know that I've always been that way for years. Um, but the past couple years, um, I've actually always been like hopeful, um, despite those who have done me wrong um I forgive people um I'm all about that and just still wishing them the best Mm -hmm. and I just move forward you know um I'm just all about having hope I think that's extremely crucial and really important to have that's like one of the key factors for me um to always have hope no matter what yeah and that's what I feel like keeps me alive and that's a great thing to have yeah 